Let's talk about spending money when you don't want to spend money. So I live in Pauley's Island, South Carolina. Right up the road from me is Brook Green Gardens. And Brook Green Gardens is an old rice plantation that was turned into sculpture gardens and walking trails. And it's really one of the most beautiful places in the world. They have weddings there and stuff like that. Um, I have a membership. It's like 100 bucks a year. I can go there as much as I want. I go there and take a walk. It's, it's really awesome. So last weekend, they were having an arts festival there. Now, they have arts festivals around here a lot. Uh, we call them nut fests. So they'll have a nut fest, and you know they have these little tents, and there'll be somebody selling stained glass bullshit and somebody selling like these little rock sculptures. And I mean, it's all, it's all tchotchkes, and I wouldn't call any of it art. So we're walking through this art festival, and it's pretty much the same thing. They don't have anything good, and we come across this guy who was selling, like, legitimate works of art, like these paintings that are just incredible. And he didn't really have a booth. He brought in, like, these walls, and he hung up this stuff on the walls. It was unbelievable. So we're sitting there, and we're looking at this stuff, and we came across this one painting and my wife and I are like, that would be perfect for the new house in the dining room. Be absolutely perfect. So I said to the guy, I'm like, how much is this thing? And he says, 3500 bucks." And I'm like, okay. I am really not in the mood to spend money on stuff because I have just been like hemorrhaging cash with this house, paying for the architect, writing checks to the ARB, engineers, stuff like that. I'm just like, I got so much money flying out the door. It's it's really getting on my nerves. And also, like, my investing hasn't been going well lately. Like, my portfolio is crap. So it, it just, I don't feel very rich at the moment, right? But we're looking at this painting. We're like, you know, the thing is, is that if we don't get this, we're going to be looking for a piece of art in a year and a half anyway, and we're not going to get something that we like, and it's probably going to be more expensive. So we should probably just get this now. We should probably bite the bullet and buy this thing. So I said to the guy, I'm like, all right, we're going to go walk around and we're going to talk about this and then we'll come back. So he's like, sure. Yeah, whatever. I'm sure he thought we wouldn't come back. So we walk around, we talk about it. We come back and I'm like, okay, I want to do it. So I said, would you take 3000? He says, how about 3200 I'm like, you're done, right? So I got 300 bucks off. Worth asking, you know, I mean, we can talk about negotiation. Like, yeah, that's a whole other topic. I didn't even negotiate very hard. I probably could have gotten more out of him if I wanted to. But also, like, you know, especially for an artist, like, he's got to make some money off of it. So I'm not trying to, like, squeeze the guy's nuts. Um, so uh, I gave him my credit card paid for it. And the next morning he dropped it off at the house. Cause we only live like two miles away and it's all wrapped up and it's in the closet and it's just going to sit there for a year and a half until we move into the new house. Okay. That's, you know, art, it, that's really not that expensive in the grand scheme of things. I mean, this piece of art is big. It's like six feet long and three feet high. I mean, it's massive. It's really, really big. You know, so for 3200 bucks, it was a pretty good deal. So, but it wasn't an easy decision. You know, like I said, we're not trying to spend money right now. I really don't want to spend money on stuff. But it was the right long-term decision. 
and it's cool. Like it's a very cool piece of art. I wish I could show it to you. Uh, and, and the other thing is, is that my wife and I both agreed on it, which is the most important thing. So now I can tell you that it's been a long time since I've been in belt tightening mode. Okay. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel good right now. You know, I'm, I'm getting my ass kicked in the market. I got all this money flying out the door. Yeah, it sucks. You know, it sucks. Um, so here's the thing. So I had a pile of money like literally in the bank, like in the checking account, which was going to be set up to pay for the house, like pay, basically pay for the down payment, you know, on the house. And I was, I was set up good to go. Then I got this tax bill, this ridiculous tax bill from 2021. And it, I, it, all the half the money was gone. You know, I just like took half the money and I knew I was going to have to pay some taxes, but not that much. It was insane. It was insane. So anyway, now I got to put the down payment on the construction loan and I'm barely going to have enough cash. I mean, look, I have money, but it's in the form of stocks and bonds and I don't want to sell assets to raise cash. I will if I have to, but that'll feel pretty terrible if I have to do that. So cash is a little tight right now, which I am not accustomed to, you know, it's a little tight and the, my newsletter business blows like it sucks right now. It, 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 2020 was great 2021 was great this year up until this point has been okay but now it's it's not good so i'm stressed out which is by the way the one thing i always talk about on this podcast is you don't want to be stressed about money because being stressed about money is the stupidest thing in the world because it's avoidable you know i thought i was i thought i was good to go i thought i had enough money and then the government took it. I'm going to blame it on that. So you don't want to be stressed about money. It was the taxes that got me. I was not expecting that big of a tax bill. And the other thing is, is that I found some errors in my taxes. And I called my account. I literally this morning, I called my accountant. And I said, look, like we got to file amended returns. You know, this is, this is probably going to be like a hundred grand coming back to me. Like, you know. So that's uh, just as a side note, it's good to know about taxes because accounts make mistakes. And by the way, I don't remember what magazine or newspaper this was, but there was an article. This was like 15 years ago and they had some hypothetical guy with, you know, who had like 250 grand in income and he had a mortgage and he had this and he had that and investments and whatever. And they gave his info to 20 different accounts and they came back with 20 different answers. Like they came back with 20 different tax bills. So our system is baloney and they were off by a lot. Like sometimes they were off by like 10,000 bucks, you know? So gotta, gotta pay attention to that stuff. Um, once we start getting the construction loan, things will get better. I mean, really like, you know, I, I'm just gonna, just gonna have the loan pay for stuff, you know? Um, I'll just finance it and it's fine. And then I'll pay it off over 10 years. We actually locked in uh, a mortgage rate. Well, not a mortgage rate, but a construction loan rate. It's a 10 one arm at four and a quarter percent, which is pretty good. It's pretty good. I could have gotten a seven one arm for like three and three quarters, I think, but I'm like, you know what? I'll take the extra three years. That's okay. So 
And, you know, the reason I'm stressing is because I'm ordinarily so cautious on stuff. And I've, you know, when, when we headed down this path to do the house, I, you know, I went through the math like a million times. I said, we can afford this. <laughs> I don't know if we'll let it to sneeze out or we'll just leave it in or whatever. But so uh, honestly, this would have been, I would have been better off as a W-2 employee because then you just get the taxes withheld and there's no surprises. You know, this whole system we have of taxes where like, you know, I have to estimate how much I'm going to make. And then if I come in more then I pay a penalty and if I come in less then it sucks. So but you don't want to hear my sad story because some people have real problems. I don't have real problems. I don't. I was watching the news the other night and there was this woman, you know how they always do like a human interest story. Well, they were doing one about inflation and this woman was talking to the camera and she said, you know, my rent went up by like 500 bucks a month and I can't afford it. And I'm going to be living on the street because my rent went up. And I'm like, yeah, that is a real problem. My problems, luxury problems. You know, you ever hear this phrase leaves in a swimming pool, right? What I have is leaves in a swimming pool. That's what I have right now. You go out to your pool and there's a bunch of fucking leaves in your swimming pool. You're like, God damn it. There's all these leaves in my swimming pool. And then somebody says to you, dude, you have a swimming pool. <laughs> so those are my problems right now. Leaves in a swimming pool. Oh, man. Uh, and yeah, I actually do have a swimming pool. And the swimming pool is amazing. I'm in it all the time. You know, I have a lot of great things in my life. I have six cats. Most of the time when I'm, on the, when I'm on the couch, I have Wendy. She sits right next to me. Wendy had a health scare recently. She got constipated severely. And uh, we got her fixed up. She's doing better now. I'm grateful for that. But that was more money out the door. More financial stress. 1700 bucks for the cat. Now, I would do that any day. I would do that any day of the week. I, I'll always spend money on the cats. I don't care. But just wasn't really a good time for that to happen. I am grateful for this amazing job that I have where I can write and speak and get paid for it. Like very cool job. You know, uh, I work hard, but I love what I do and I'm passionate about it. Like this is it's really the best job in the world. So the question is, did I bite off more than I can chew with the house? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I know how much the debt's going to be. I can service the debt, but gosh, you know, I don't know. One thing I try to focus on is that it's not the little stuff that counts. It's the big stuff that counts. So now that I'm in belt tightening mode, you know, I go out to Chipotle and I'm like, God, do I want the queso on the bowl? And I'm like, you know what? It just a dollar is not going to make a difference. Just get the queso on the bowl. It's the big stuff, you know, like if you recall, this is a few months ago, you know, I hate my car, not the Corvette. I, I hate the Toyota, the Highlander, and I wanted to get a BMW X5. And I kind of like talked about how I was going to do this and whatever. I'm not doing that. That's insane. Absolutely not. Not a chance. Not in this environment. Not going to be get a BMW X5. That can wait. I can drive the Toyota Highlander until it shits the bed. So that's the big stuff. House, car, student loans. That's the big stuff. Queso on your burrito, not big stuff. But like I said, I locked in a rate on the construction loan, four and a quarter. My last mortgage was three and three quarters. Okay. And that was that was a pretty good mortgage. 
And what it means is that it's this is going to be free cash flow to house for a while. You know, all the free cash flow is going to be going towards the house. And that I guess that's okay, you know. And personally, I would rather put the money in the house than the stock market these days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you think of, I mean, a house is also investment. So if you think of a house as an investment, then I think that's a better investment than stocks at the moment. So last thing about taxes, I don't care what people say. Taxes are not low in this country. I mean, if you make $70,000 a year, taxes are low for sure. If you make a lot of money, taxes are not low. I mean, you know, state and federal for me is 44%. 44% of your money is a lot of money. Like that's a lot. You know, and then you start going to California, New York City, you start getting above 50%. Oh boy. Yeah. That's a lot. That's like European countries. I mean, where you know, if you're very rich in the United States, you're paying European like taxes. And the crappy thing is is that you're getting you're not getting European level of services. Infrastructure is bad, there's no free health care, there's there's nothing. You know, you pay basically you're getting defense, right? You're getting defense. But uh, taxes in this country are not a good deal. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dilly and see you next time. Thank you.